Hello, everybody. Welcome to TT Podcast. Alongside me is Steve Plater. It's only a few hours after the senior TT. And look who we're joined by. Three, None other. three hours to be exact. We've got a club racer sat next to us. <laughs> <him. laughs> <Sat in his laughs> <leather>. I was <laughs> going to give him a big intro. Nine times TT winner, senior TT winner, Peter Hickman. Pete, cheers, mate. Cheers, mate. Thank you very much. Thank Congratulations. You. Chin, chin. Cheers, boys. Right, before we get into the day, as we normally say on the, the, uh, the podcast back in the studio, we ask you the question, what does it feel like getting that tap on that shoulder three years after you last got it? Do you know, I've, I've said it a few times this week in different various interviews, but I, I really don't think we can describe TT to anyone. I don't think, unless you've been, you have no idea. End of. It doesn't matter if you've watched it on TV. It doesn't matter if you've followed racing, MotoGP, British Superbike, World Superbike. It doesn't matter. Unless you've been here and seen it and felt what TT is all about, I really don't think it's describable. I don't think words do it enough justice at all. I think if you've been here as a spectator, you'll understand a little bit more and you'll 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 get it. Yeah. If you ride bikes and you've ridden your own bike around the track, you'll get a little bit more of it. And anybody who's been lucky enough to go and do an open or a closed roads lap understands even more so and anyone who's raced then really really does understand that and I I honestly don't think you can describe it I don't think that feeling is not like anything else I've ever felt doing anything and I've tried all sorts of stuff and I easy I can't get <laughs> I can't get anywhere near it you know I've bungee jumped I've done all sorts of extreme stuff and yeah nothing comes close to to riding around here did it feel like it had been three years once you lined up for the first night of practice bit surreal i think more than anything i mean it's always a long time anyway it's always 12 months before you get to come back again or 50 weeks it's um yeah this this time was a long long time wasn't it it was i don't know it, it seemed like it took forever and then all of a sudden it was here and now it's think, gone yeah now yeah. it's gone yeah we've done tt 2022 it's uh yeah just just amazing to get back riding around the most unbelievable place in the world how how did it feel? You know the difference in the surface. Obviously, there's no corner changes, but and I haven't ridden it obviously in anger, but um, just from the general feedback, it's quite different. How was it for you? Yeah, it was a little bit different in places. Uh, a few more bumps around. Thing is, the place is always bumpy anyway. Like first night, everyone was like, "Oh my god, it's ridiculous." And I was like, "Is it? I don't think it's ridiculous." Yes, it's changing a few places, but you know, and the last third of Sulby became mad like it's yeah. bumping and banging around all over the place but you're in a straight line it doesn't really make any difference it's just a bit more uncomfortable um they they resurfaced from ginger hall round through Kerrimore and they managed to put the biggest of big jumps in um before or going through ginger hall like the bump is ridiculous opposite the pub is this oh right opposite the pub right, right yeah. on apex you like jump off the floor now which you never ever <laughs> used to so like first laps was a big wake up call going into there when you weren't expecting it um but apart from that, you know, there's a few places that are a lot better, from White Gates through Stella Maris to Ramsey Hairpin. All that was all nice oh, and nice. smooth. The 11th, always really bumpy through the 11th. Mega now. You know, Molyneux is still bumpy, but then it goes nice and smooth through the 11th. Then it goes bumpy again afterwards before Hanley's Wall. Um, I don't think the track had changed that much. And people always say, oh, you know, new resurfacing. It's going to be made nice and smooth. It's going to be faster. And I'm like, well, no, it's smoothness doesn't make it faster it just makes it more comfortable to ride yeah. on that's it it doesn't make it any slower or faster it's just more comfortable so when you came here for the first time you got a few laps under your belt 
did you think that potentially you might be able to go faster or you might have to go faster than you did back in 2018? You never know. You really honestly don't ever know. It's it's more of you got to wait and see what you've got in the locker and what everyone else has got in the locker. And if anyone's clever enough, they'll never show all of their cards early on. Yeah. Um, so you never really know, to be quite honest. But um, it appears that we we had a little bit in hand over some of the other guys, which is a nice feeling to have. It doesn't always happen. Um, but I think you know the Gas Monkey team by FHO Racing has been absolutely fantastic. The M1000RR BMWs worked perfectly all all two weeks. Really, we made small changes, nothing dramatic at all, and uh, we seem to have just had that little bit in hand, which is nice. Biggest positives. I don't just mean winning, which was very often. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously. But <coughs> big, biggest positives from this TT. Um, the team morale and the team workability has been absolutely second to none. Like we have got a big ass team between mm -hmm. us all. Like between me and Brian McCormack, there's probably thirty to forty staff and plus all then partners and friends and all the rest yeah. of it. It is a massive team. And uh, for Faye to, to put that team together and Darren to put that team together and everyone gets on, everyone works really well and everyone's got a lot of knowledge and it just, people don't realise how hard that is to make work and, and it works really, really well. Biggest negative? <sighs> Biggest negative? Not winning the two that I didn't win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> so, right, okay, so with that, uh, you know, as you arrived, did you have uh, ideas in your head of a clean sweep? <laughs> <laughs> I think every racer comes in trying to think, well, I'm going to win everything. Um, so that's a yes then? Yeah, pretty okay. much. <laughs> hey, no, serious question. I'm no, not yeah, I mean, we came, we came with a plan of trying to win everything. That yep. was the idea. The, the idea is to turn up and smash everyone to bits. Yeah. That's the, that, is, that is the plan, but... Plans of mice and men and all that doesn't always go together, does hey, it? But to be TT, fair, yeah. yeah, especially at TT, you know yourself, Steve. It's um, you know it's it's different everywhere else. It's an endurance race as much as anything else, which makes a big difference again. And, you know, it's not not just down to you. It's down to team in pit stops. It's down to the machine making the distance and being right all the way through that distance. Um, I was, we only I really was taking the mickey out of your... Sorry to butt in, yeah, mate. Yeah, you're right. I was, cause I, just on that point, I was taking the mickey out of your lads, you know, Daz and the boys in pit lane, just, you know, exactly, because they're far more nervous than you are. <laughs> you know, you're, way more. you're the guy doing over 200 miles at flat out around a, around a flipping mad course, and, uh, and you know, they're, they're in pit lane checking like a leaf because you're going to come in twice for a, <laughs> for a few <laughs> seconds to change your wheel and put some fuel in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the, the boys get a bit nervous. I don't really know why. <laughs> 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 hey, they nah. don't want to let you down, do they? Do you know what? Yeah, it, it's exactly that. And there's yeah. so many factors that go into it. And obviously, they're the boys that build the bike. They maintain the bike. You know, when I set off, they don't get to see me for 17 minutes. And they don't know. They literally have no idea what's going on. They don't know what I'm feeling, what I'm not feeling, what yeah. problems I may or may not have. Like, they've literally got no idea. Apart from seeing the timing sectors, which is only five of them by the time I get to the grandstand. They, they, they basically don't know what's going on. <laughs> and, you know, that's difficult. If you're the last person to have your hands on that motorcycle before I set off at 200 mile an hour down Bray Hill, yeah. like, I get it. You know, they, they basically shit themselves. <laughs> I, I get it. I totally understand it. And I, I've 
<laughs> I have done pit stops for people before in the past when I've not been in the Supersport race. I've done that, and I understand that feeling of when that buzzer goes off, you crap yourself thinking, oh, my God, I need to not mess this up. That's it, yeah. You, you know, could lose the race for the know, rider. That's only a small part of it. You know, There's so much goes on, like I say. You know, I've watched Daz and... Andy, Luke, they check wheels and brakes and like, and they do it like four or five times. And even I'm going, do you mind? Like, you've done that. <laughs> like, I'd, I've watched you do it three times. You've probably done it another three times before <laughs> I saw you do that. I know it's fine. Like, chill Just your beans. Just leave it. <laughs> I love winding them up, especially in pit lane. It's brilliant. Uh, you know, and so what about perks? Obviously, we saw his uh, attempt at changing your <laughs> rear wheel, <laughs> and I mentioned this in pit lane, by the way. Uh, <laughs> attempt at changing your rear wheel on stage at the TT launch a month ago, uh, but he was sacked from the. Fl- oh, I think that's why. Was carrying that's wheels. why he was sacked. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. I mean, it was nah, a terrible to be fair to him, it, it was never actually going to be his job anyway. <laughs> and I'm not surprised. And, and, <laughs> <laughs> and then Daz really kind of. Put him up against it at the TT launch, didn't he? he kind of, he just oh, dropped it on him, him literally within a few minutes of it. You're gonna do he it. was like, "Oh, by the way, you're doing it." <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. Um, now Brownie Luke is always the always my rear rear wheel guy, and uh, yeah, top job as always. So before we go into senior, which race did you most enjoy winning beyond the senior? Wow. Um, good question. Uh, they're all amazing, aren't they? Um, getting my first ever Super Twin win is actually quite a big thing for me. I'm, I'm six yeah. foot two. I'm definitely not a Super <laughs> Twin rider. <laughs> yeah. um, I've never sat on the pattern before. The Vast Engine team by Mighty Motos did a fantastic job. Um, and what a great race as well. Like Me and Michael were really kind of hammer and tong for the first two laps. It was a big... I am actually... In one respect, I'm disappointed. In another respect, I'm relieved because it made my job a lot easier on the last lap. Yeah. But at the same time, I'd have, not, I'd have liked to have like had a fair fight to the end. Yeah. And unfortunately, he had, a, he had a technical issue which stopped him. But, you know, what a great race up to that point. And I was leading up to that point, which is nice. That's a nice feeling to think yeah. I wasn't behind. I was actually in front, albeit by 0.5 of a second. But I was still in front. Um I, I, that's a nice achievement for me because now I've won the super white race I've won the senior race I've won the stock race I've won a super sport race and now I've won a super twin race so the whole solo classes I've actually won a race in at least once and there's no chance of them getting in the sidecar unless they bring them flipping great long ground breathing things is there? <laughs> <laughs> well you never know they might bring a bike and off he goes he could ride he could ride and passenger the so size of Pete another good question we were talking about it uh, earlier on but Who's impressed you the most at the Alaman TT this year, apart from your good self? Um, <coughs> yeah, there's a good few riders, to be fair. No, I meant commentary. Flipping. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking. I'm only joking. Um, do you know what? There's loads. Connor's been fast, 100, over 133 mile an hour on the Stalker. Brilliant. Yeah. Great to see. Um, you know, he's been there and thereabouts the last few years anyway, and he was still the same again this year, which is great to see. And obviously, being a local guy as well, it's even better for, mm. for the island and for the people. I think that's brilliant. Um, Dominic Herbertson's done a really good job, you know, especially yeah. considering he's got one eye. <laughs> um, unfortunately, yeah. I know he fell off at Glen Helen in that race. Uh, I was assured that he was fine, so mm-hmm. fingers crossed. Dom is actually all good. Um, I don't quite know what he did. He ploughed himself into Glen Helen at the, l- at the final left. I don't know what exactly what he did, but um, fingers crossed he's all right anyway, Dom. Um, David Todd's done a fantastic job in his third year. How fast did he go in the end? 
133? I think it was a high 32. I thought you, do a 32. Did tell me you definitely did a 32 in practice. Yeah, yeah. Like it could have um, been 32. Yeah, and it's his personal best anyway. Yeah, and that was his third year here. So, yeah, great job by Davey. I think that's fantastic. Glenn Irwin's done a fantastic job, as I knew he would do. I don't know how fast he went in the last race. I know he was up to 29.8 before the last race. He'll let us know later on I socials. don't think it was that quick because he broke. He pulled out. Oh, did he? Did yeah, he break down? He, he, oh, he came shame. in for the set, bit of second pit stop because I was outside your pit and I was going straight to Glenn to watch his and he just pulled in. The gun uh, was struggling. It wouldn't pull the spin under the spindle and then he jumped off and he said, and there's already fuel and he says, uh, I've had a massive vibration for the last two miles so they decided ah, to. Fair enough. Yeah, 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 as good lad. Yeah. yeah, as you should do. Yeah. So he didn't get a good last That's lap a shame, in, But then to be fair, the conditions weren't great anyway no. for a lap time. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't even know how fast I went. I could have gone faster if I needed to, but there was no need. I would have been in a 32-something, I'm sure. But, um, yeah, conditions weren't great. But I think Glenn's done a fantastic job, professional as I would have expected. You know, they've uh, he's, he's really done his homework. He's done so many laps, more so than I think anyone, because he's had longer to, to prepare, you know, because the years that he should have been here has been during a pandemic. So, um, but no, now I think there's, there's always lots and lots of riders you can choose, uh, but them boys in particular great job and the fact that you're no longer the fastest newcomer does that does that sting a little bit or not nah, not really i mean I, before he even came i knew he would do i mean yeah it was eight years ago i did mine on a stocker of all things mm-hmm. you know it was 194 horsepower or something <laughs> that had i mean he's been riding a super bike with 230 <laughs> yeah you yeah. know tires have moved on bikes have moved on records always get broken always yeah, it was, uh, lap records are always the same. Lap records will always get broken. It's race wins that make the difference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No one can take a race win away from you. A no. lap record will always get broken. All right, talking about race wins, can we bring in our um, our predictions, what we said we were going to uh, have top three in the senior? Of course. Just for Pete's, um, Pete's ego. I hope you can hear the uh, cheering and laughing going on it's behind. Definitely for you. I'm, sure, I'm sure the, pic- the mics have picked it up. It's yeah, definitely for you, Pete. guy's nodding. Yeah, he, he <laughs> definitely can hear it. I think those cheers are for Chris Pritchard. <laughs> well, they're not for his prediction, put it that way. So this was Steve's prediction, Pete. Yeah. In reverse order, third, second, first. Read them out. Uh, David Todd, Dean Harrison, and myself. Pete Higman for the win. So he wasn't far off. Not too bad at all. Where did Davey end up? Fourth. fourth. He was fourth. He was close then. Very, it was chop and change all the way through the race. Yeah. Uh, and I think Connor relaxed a little bit too much, and then he got his head down on the last... Uh, on the last climb up the mountain. Was that your podium, was it? Listen. Interesting. It's what I wanted. <laughs> in my heart, that's what I wanted. That's what you wanted yeah. in your heart. So you had myself leading, David Todd second, and Glenn Irwin third. I thought with a few breakdowns, after his result in the superbike, potentially he might have been there or thereabouts. Stop laughing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I mean, he's eighth. eighth I had been the first superbike race, Glenn. Yeah. Man, just humour him. Yeah. <laughs> Eighth place in the first superbike race is about right, I think. You know, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't think the weather's... I don't, how many laps has he done? Do we know? Do we know? I did 33 in my first he, year. That's what I know. He'd done, uh, he'd done a lot he'd by done the end of practice week. by the end of practice. Yeah, so he'd done quite a lot. Uh, yeah. On his two bikes. Yeah, done yeah. 20. So obviously the race is yeah, on so top. Yeah, so he's done six. He's, and then, yeah, he's races, done 26. So. Uh, yeah, so he's not quite done 33, yeah. is he? But... But listen, the main thing is we both picked you for the win. <laughs> that's true. That's what we're getting at. Which wow. is a I don't know if it's a compliment or or not, because it just shows you kind as, of the, the as level. Probably the rest of the population in the Isle of Man and the UK and roll around the world, everybody. Yeah. So what is it? What what's the secret? Is it Peter Hickman? Is it the bike or is it 
Richard Rawlins. <laughs> it's a bit of everything. You know, without me, it doesn't work. Without the team personnel, it doesn't work. Without Faye, it doesn't work. It's, it's everything together. You know, we need the right bike, the right people, the right rider, and we need everybody to work and gel together. And that's what our team is. And that's why we've been so successful, um, in particular here at the Isle of Man TT. Yeah. And then on that fact with the Gas Monkey collaboration with Faye, you've had Richard here all week. Yeah. It's been every time I've walked past the, the awning or we've been walking around and I happen to see you or Richard, there's a good couple of hundred people just constantly following you about has it been a has it been a help has it been a hindrance has it been how has it been for to have someone as like a superstar like him hanging around no it's been really cool you know i think i said already um, right before the start having someone of his status gas monkey's status it's it's massive for myself as a rider i think it's massive for Faye and the fho racing team and i think it's massive for tt you know he's got more followers than all of us combined mm -hmm. uh and he's bringing TT to a lot of people that don't know anything about it. And I think even the organisers have, you know, touched on the fact that they've seen a lot of American people kind of signing up to the TT Plus and, and getting more and more subscribers, which I think a lot of it's going to be down to him. You know, he's been tweeting about it. He's been putting it on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, you name it. He's been here for eight days. Mm -hmm. He's thoroughly enjoys himself. He's been absolutely fantastic for us. He's been really respectful. Um, you know, he's got a lot of people that don't like him, a lot of people that do like him. But to be quite honest, as a person to deal with, he's been absolutely fantastic. He's been, he's been absolutely a one. Yeah, you've been so successful, successful this week. You know, um, top of your game. But have you managed to out drink him? <laughs> <laughs> do you oh know yeah. what? It was a bit of a shame, wasn't it? Because we didn't get the night out last night we should have had. Yeah. But um, obviously, circumstances took over there. Um, so we didn't get a proper night to party. Last night was meant to be the night to party, and obviously I had to go to bed pretty early, ready, f ready to race today. But um, I'm sure he's been doing all the partying for me, and no doubt I'll go out to Dallas and see the guys and girls soon, Oof. and uh, we'll have a party over there again. Last question. Um, so obviously that's it. TT 2022 is finished. Fabulous, successful year once again for yourself. Now you've got to flick a switch and go to a <laughs> Mickey Mouse tiny little track in Scotland, <laughs> Knock Hill, and that's not being disrespectful because it's, you know, still you call a, it a Mickey Mouse very track. competitive track um, and try and win there next weekend. How difficult is that? Very. <laughs> <laughs> I'm basically going from the biggest track in the world to the smallest track in the world. I Literally, think. yeah. So 17 minutes-ish around here at the Alaman, and we go to 47 second <laughs> Knock Hill, <laughs> and I've got to do 30 of them three times. In the races, but yeah, it's um yeah, it takes takes probably a day, day and a half to get my head back in into a short circuit racing, especially somewhere like Knock Hill. The Isle of Man, we're kind of ninety five percent of the lap is over one hundred and sixty miles an hour. We don't even reach peak speed of one hundred and sixty mile an hour at Knock Hill. It's about one hundred and fifty bloody uh, peak speed, and then you're only at that for a very short time, and then hard on the brakes. And uh, yeah, you end up letting go of the brakes all the time really early because you think you're going too slow because your brain's at 200 mile an hour yeah. and then you get to the corner and you're doing the 30 mile an hour <laughs> too much. Um, so yeah, it will take a, take a little bit of time to reset the brain, but uh, we'll, we'll have a good go. The FHO Racing BMW M1000RR is going to be... Uh, it's been working really good actually in British Championship. I've been happy enough. We've not quite had the results we deserved really. I've had the pace to be right at the front and just the races really haven't gone my way through one reason or another. Um, but let's see what we can do at Knock Hill. Hey, Steve, I know you said last question, but I just wanted to ask one more question, if that's oh, okay. You always got to have the last word. Go on, mate. No, I'll let you have the last word. Can you edit it so it sounds like... 
<laughs> Steve's got the last word, if that's all right. Touche. <laughs> um, I just wanted to get your view on the future of you at the TT. Like, do you see yourself stopping anytime soon? Or? Not at the minute. Uh, I'm because enjoying you, myself too You look much. unbeatable, that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I just enjoy riding bikes. And riding, as I said already, riding a bike at the Isle of Man TT is like nowhere else in the world. There's just nothing comes close to it. And uh, I really, really enjoy riding around here, whether it be by myself, in practice, in a race, doesn't really matter. As long as I get that tap on the shoulder to go and ride around here, it's just unbelievable. I'm pleased to hear that because you won't make a bad commentator. So <laughs> he's like maybe in a few more. You're safe for a bit. Yeah, exactly. for a few more years. <laughs> Flipping it. Hey, Pete. Once again, massive congratulations. TT22 is over. All the very best for what's coming for the rest of your season, Chris. Thank you very much. Top job. Tip top. Thanks, boys. Cheers, boys. Cheers, boys. I'd salute you, but my drink's gone. I drank it. <laughs> Cheers, man. Cheers. Thank you.